It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. On the BetQL Network. Fields. Deep down field, and it is going to be caught for a touchdown. Dante Pettis. Robinson. And he will get into the end zone for a touchdown. So two months ago, the kid is wondering, can he play again after he was shot twice in a carjacking attempt? And here he is in Soldier Field taking it into the end zone. Fake toss to the end zone. And it is juggled. Did he catch it? No, he did not. Incomplete. St. Jude's covering on the play. So if he, if he holds on to it there, he's across the goal line. He's in. Yeah, he would have been, but he was. Welcome on in BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawks are with you on a football Friday. We'll sprinkle in some baseball as we go with Major League Baseball with four playoff games today, but it is a football Friday here on the show. Week six, the NFL began last night. We'll have Pam Maldonado later on a big college weekend, maybe the biggest college weekend. There's just so much to talk about. We start, though, with the ugly, and hopefully we got through that as a, as a group, and we can move forward to much better football this weekend because that was as advertised. That was horrific. Uh, the commanders win the game despite being outgained by nearly 200 yards. The commanders won a game where they averaged four yards a play last night. That stunk. The commanders stink. The Bears stink. 12-7, Joe, last night. The under was so easily the play. I mean, once in a while you take an under or an over in a game and you know right away. I mean, and this game, like, after two possessions, I'm like, oh, this is easy. Then Under four touchdowns? I've never had an easier bet cash. No one's scoring. That game was ugly I, last yeah. night. I didn't even have a play on the under to start the game. But then after each team had the ball, there was about five minutes of game time taken off. It closed at 37 and a half. And in that first commercial break, it was 35 and a half. And I, I said right then and there, I said, I've seen enough. We're not, we're not going to see many points tonight. Like, just keep hammering it. I'm sure there were people uh, throughout the game that just kept betting it, kept betting it. I assume that all of those numbers cashed because uh, we stopped at 19 points and it was a flurry of points at the very end there there were some sports books that decided at halftime to cast the under tickets if you bet the under here's your money this game's not going over uh please bet with us in the second half that's why that's why people would do that man i was hoping everybody was going to be wrong on this game and it would be a little entertaining for the second consecutive week no touchdown in the first half caches and it looked like it was live for the first game I thought it was pretty amusing because I was asking people if they made that bet. No, no touchdown in the game. And s- some people said, yeah, I bet it. Yeah, I bet it. Especially after last week. I bet it. Look at these two teams. And the difference in the number. Like last week, people got 100, 125. And then I'd say the average price that people said they got was about 50, 50 to 1. Because it happened last Thursday and because of these two offenses involved. Yeah, it was ugly. Is disgusting. Is one is one of those games, Aaron, where you're like, I don't want either team to win because they both stink. They don't deserve yeah. to win. As Joe G mentioned, yeah, the Bears had a lot more yards, but 
they couldn't do anything in the red zone. Uh, the, they had three fourth down failures. So in a sense, you could say they had five turnovers in the game. Uh, the big note locally Justin Fields did his Paula Abdul two steps forward last week against the Vikings, two steps back this week. I mean, we can get into who he's throwing to, but uh, yeah, I mean, developing a quarterback, you're going to see that. You're going to see a, a week where they look good, and then you're going to see a week like, ah, damn. Yeah, that's back to where we were a few weeks ago. And I'm also glad I took a week off of not betting the Carson Wentz interception. We knew one of these guys yeah. was going to throw one. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to know when to back off when something hits. It's like, this isn't going to happen every week. It felt like this probably wasn't going to be the opportunity because we thought it was going to be a lower scoring game. But for me, on a local perspective, the bigger story is Al Michaels on national television pretty much saying that other owners think he should just sell the team rather than being voted out. Um, that's just become a huge story here. And then Ron Rivera swearing and walking out on his press conference last night saying that he's the one that wanted Carson Wentz in Washington and now defending him and things are getting dramatic here, you know, in Washington. Yeah. And yeah do we think Al had inside info? Yeah, because you never hear a broadcaster saying maybe he should just sell the team. It seems like someone put him up to that. I agree with Aaron on that. So I, I feel okay. like someone whispered that to him with the idea of, let, I mean, Snyder embarrassed us yesterday, right? They're, they're, the other teams are embarrassed that that story's out there, that he's got dirt on them. They're probably pissed. They're embarrassed. Let's let's hit, one, let's hit him back on national TV. And, and I was going to say it, right? Of all the of all the play by play guys across the NFL, who's the only one Al. that doesn't give only a bleep? It's Al. Like, only he doesn't Al. care. That's it. O only yeah. he would do it. Yep. See, I just I yeah, I, that that's plausible. I'll buy into that. But also it's common knowledge. Like anybody related to the NFL. And then we had the report and and the, the, if you read that entire report, like what's going on there, like, yeah, of course they want him to sell. Everybody wants him to sell, everybody in the DC area. Everybody that has ever been a fan of that team wants him to sell. Nobody likes I, this guy. I think I think that no everyone who's been around the situation knows he's so stubborn he's never going to sell because of his ego. Right. So now this could be a long drawn out. I don't think anyone wants to be talking about this in the news and having this drag out and having to vote him out, you know, and so it's kind of like please just sell, like hint hint nudge nudge like nobody wants to deal with this. But he's not. Well, why don't we? Will. Why don't we listen to exact for people that may have missed it? Uh, maybe they were like in a daze when they showed that strange shot of uh, Snyder sitting in, in in the box there, talking to a couple of people while he was saying it too, which was pretty intriguing. Uh, this is Al Michaels last night on Prime Video. I think oh, we have, we have the Ron, Ron audio. We got the Ron. Oh, oh, let's, Ron play audio. The, let's play Ron oh, going nuts. It's okay. all related. Let's hear Ron. Yeah. It is. It was Everybody keeps wanting to say, I don't want anything to do with Carson. Well, I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Okay? And that's what pisses me off. Because the young man doesn't deserve to have that all the time. I'm sorry. I'm done. I mean, this Shut franchise up. is a total mess. <clears throat> First of all, God. the story comes out last week, they actually wanted Garoppolo. So, like, stop lying to everyone. Everyone knows they're a mess. By the way, 
What a night to defend his quarterback, Mr. Thursday Night Carson Wentz, 7-0 and now. On yeah, he was football. great. He was great. He had a great game. 90, he was wonderful. Did he have 100 passing yards? No, yeah. he had 99. Yeah, he was awesome. He's awesome. The guy stinks nine out nine. loud, and they still won that game yesterday. All right, a couple things on uh, the but, – but, but, but on yeah. the Rivera stuff, like, okay, listen, I understand why you're pissed. You're sick of the noise. It's a lot noisier in the D.C. area than some of the other teams he's coached, like in Carolina. You started the Wentz firestorm. Shut up on that. And he's sick of the Snyder stuff. Like, dude, you know when you took that job, there's going to be a lot of outside noise, and you're going to get all the questions about the owner. And there's going to be new stories that pop up. You know that. That's part of taking that job. That's why it's tough to land someone. And when Snyder's running the show, you're probably going to get fired after a few losses. Now, that's not the situation right now, but he knew what he was getting himself into. That's why a lot of people, a lot of people like Rivera, and they felt kind of bad for him. But, hey. He's getting paid to do that. But you started this firestorm with Wentz. You took it to another level. Now, how does that play in the locker room? After watching that, my first reaction is, I'll see how they look this weekend, but I'm probably going to bet on the commanders next week against Green Bay. Yeah, Because I, I, th I think that's going to galvanize the locker room. Well, it might. But any coach no. that takes that job, it's always the same thing. They always say, it's going to be different. Yes. I got it. I, I can handle this. No, you can't. You can't handle it. That no. owner's a joke. The team stinks. They're a bad football team. I mean, that, that's what it is. They won last night. A couple things on the props that we talked about yesterday. The rushing props were, were the way to go last night. I mean, that was it. Brian Robinson, 60 yep. rushing yards and a touchdown last night. On the on the Bears side, Fields, Joe, you had that. He had 88. It was their only offense was him running around trying to make something happen. Herbert, what was right. Is this prop like 26 yesterday? Because Montgomery was bad. It was low. Like 26. Yeah, he had the big run, obviously, 75 yards. Uh, but that was the play. And then the under on the, the longest completion. I mean, no one was uh, – Fields got it, but, but Wentz wasn't throwing anything down the field. So I thought pretty good night for us. Um, the Mooney over but, uh, on receiving also was cashed. Yep. For, for a game that had no offense and no touchdowns in the first half, for all these over props that we played and to hit all of them, I think, like, that's pretty damn good. I was, really, I, I was strong on Robinson and Fields. I was worried about the Robinson one, especially when, when we saw yeah. that burst from Gibson in the second half. I'm like, yep. God, why do they hate Gibson so much? I know it's because of the fumbling woes last year, but they can't wait to completely replace him. But Robinson eventually, eventually he did get over a couple nice runs. It was cool to see him get his uh, first uh, touchdown, plus 240. I know a lot of people were on that one. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. All I mean, the Fields, he just – blew by that with the rushing and it's increased a lot over the last month that's probably something that i'm going to keep on betting um we'll see i don't know bell check next week prime time by by the way get excited uh yeah so i mean the loss there at the end which it could have flipped right it could have easily been a bears victory sure. is mm -hmm. for, for everybody saying that mooney's a number one or he can be a number one it was right there for you he's not a number one if you have an average receiving core He's not anywhere close to number one. If you have a, num num a number one, they hold on to that football at the very end. You're not a few inches short in that game. And um, uh, Valus Jones can never return another punt for the Bears as far as I'm concerned. That's twice now. Twice. He gave them the yeah. game. Gave yeah. them the game. Guy that uh, – that's what you get when you draft a rookie at 25 years old and his only experience is his last year at Tennessee receiving punts. And that, was, that was their big addition. The, the OC – got smashed nationally more than I've seen locally 
Um, I guess people are here are, start, are just recovering from the whole Matt Nagy experiment, but Richard Sherman really blasted into him at halftime and in postgame. It's what we talk about with a lot of teams that have young quarterbacks. You can go the route of, you've got to fit my offense, or you can go the route of, I'm going to build around you. And we, we all think the smart coaches build around the talent that they do have. That is not what the Bears are doing, and Sherman was just crushing them all night. And he was right. I mean, Joe, I, I've, I've yeah. seen it here over the last two years. I mean, the Eagles have created the Oklahoma offense for Jalen Hurts. Like, we're, we're mm-hmm. in the shotgun. We're the, it, it, They run RPO 50% of the time. Like, this is what he does well. And the Bears don't do that. I mean, Fields might not be able to play either way. But when he's back there just in the regular standard pocket, like, he's lost. Like, it's it, Sherman's yep. right. Like, why are they – it's like, what are they expecting? They're going to wake up tomorrow and he's going to figure it out? Like, no, he's going to, he's going to lose games and and go backwards. I I don't get why teams do this. Even Andy Reid, when he got Mahomes, he's putting the pistol in. Like, he's doing all these things to help him become great. It's, it's very strange. It's very strange why some coaches do this. Ravens, Lamar, perfect yep. example, too. This is another one. I mean, go around the league, the successful situations, building around the quarterback. It's I don't I don't know why they're so, like, Maybe it's he's been waiting for this opportunity for 20 years, and this is what he's dreamt of. This is how it's going to go. No, that's not how it works in 2022. You can't can't go about it that way. So, interesting. Are we back to where we thought we'd be with the Bears? I mean, look forward with their schedule. They were a Mm -hmm. popular pick to be the worst record in the NFL. They have two wins, so maybe they've already got two, and they won't you know lose everyone the rest of the season, but. Schedule's not easy. At New England, you mentioned it next Monday night, you know, a couple of Monday nights from now. At Dallas, Dak probably back for that game on October 30th. Miami, Detroit, at Atlanta, that game maybe not as easy as we thought before the season. At the Jets, another team that's maybe a little better than we thought. They end the season with Green Bay, Philadelphia, Buffalo, at Detroit, Minnesota. There's a lot of losses coming for Chicago. Oh, boy. Paul, when we enter our picks this week, can we just put in New England for next week right now? Because they they will be a team. I don't care if it's seven Bonus. or what it is. Yeah, we get two it's, if we do it a like, week ahead. So what's, oh, the, we do, what's do, the realistic? Can we get Dallas the week after that too? Just, just <laughs> lock defense? them in. Anything double yeah. digits or less, just lock them for the rest of the year. I would say, is there a number, like are the Bears scrappy at a certain number? Is it, mm-hmm. is it seven and a half? Apparently not. I mean, last week we saw it against 20 Minnesota. and a half. Is it 10 and a half? They I lost mean, by five I, last night. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but I would say like with New England, like they're just going to run the ball down their throats, right? Like yeah. we know how that game's going to go. That's exactly how that's going to go. Uh, for the Bears, yes, th- there is a bit of that. I just don't think the matchups over the next two weeks against the Patriots and Cowboys defenses are those spots. But when you go against God, the Lions no. and the Falcons, and they're getting if they're getting points in those spots, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a matter of timing with them, right? You'll be able to get them in probably yeah. a good number at some point in November. But yeah, it's going to get rough the next couple of weeks. They 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 could get beat up bad the next couple of weeks against the. Patriots and the Cowboys are a lot to do on the show today. We'll run through every week six NFL game, including a big one in Kansas City and a big one in Philadelphia on Sunday. We also have Pam Maldonado later in the show on college football, the biggest college football weekend of the year. We get going on the other side. Picks, play sides, everything for week six in the NFL. Some big games all across the league. We start next right here on the Beck UL Network.